0: to the loving bdsm podcast episode 252 okay the lord's here with the one the only the
1: the what the what
0: very supportive both husband and stepdad john brownstone i love you i love you too you look not just confused but a little disappointed that i did not snark all over you
1: i'm used to the snark
0: i know i love you
1: uh today
0: Talking about something we mentioned all the damn time, the difference between the fantasy versus the reality of DSM Power Exchange. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle level forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big shout out, a big thank you, a big oh my God, thank you so much. We love you to our kinky patrons on Patreon. Yes, indeed. Uh, The membership drive is over. We will stop harping on it quite as much. But we do want to say thank you to everybody who joined in January. Mm -hmm. Thank you to everybody who stayed Uh, being a member in January, we miss those who had to leave us, but it happens. It's okay. Uh, And we will talk more about all the other Patreon stuffy stuff stuff in the bonus (laughs) section, but I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, If you're curious about all this Patreon stuff, you can find out more and join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords, patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. Okay. So before we get into the topic, I have 85 million announcements. I'm going to try and make these quick We know I suck at this. Um, So the first and most important in my opinion (laughs) is that your (laughs) shop, JB shop, The Kinkery, thekinkery.com, having a sale, 15% off everything if you Mm -hmm. use the coupon code KINKYLOVE, paddles, canes, evil sticks, butt plugs, Yeah. Um, Hopefully today, a very extremely, insanely limited edition item will be dropping. Mm -hmm. The first people to get the information about that are our Kinkiri newsletter subscribers. So you can go to thekinkiri.com, subscribe to the newsletter, and know about it first before we put it on mm-hmm. social media. Uh, I'm, I'll only put it on social media if it doesn't sell out after it goes to the newsletter, folks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kinky Love is coupon code that sale runs through February 14th. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there you go, done. I've already said it. If you're following us on social, you know I've said it, I've said it. <laughs> the next two I'm telling you because I don't want anybody to pay full price for sex toys if they don't yeah. have to. Hot Octopus is running a uh, Valentine's Day sale. You can get up to 20% off all of their toys. Um, it's up to because it's a tiered thing. You should look at their website if you're interested. Minimum, you will save 10%, but you mm-hmm. can save up to 20. Uh, links in the places. Show notes. Folks, uh, podcast listeners, it'll be in the show notes. YouTube. Watchers, it's in the description box. The same is true for Stock Room. Stock Room isn't just sex toys, it's also bondage gear and a lot of bondage gear. We get almost all of our ElectroPlay stuff these days. Yes, from Stockroom, from Room. Stockroom, yeah. So they've got a special up to 50% off select items sale going on, again, link in the place. Um, if you see something you want and, you, and it's not on sale, use our coupon code LOVINGBDSM, mm-hmm. all one word, 15% off. Our coupon code does not work on sale items. Don't try and double dip, it won't work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to let people know because I don't think anybody should have to pay full price for shit. Full disclosure, <laughs> yes, we are affiliates of both Hot Octopus and Stockroom. So if you click the link, make a purchase from our link or use our coupon code, make a purchase, we will make a small commission. Yeah. that That's just mm. disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. Um, but there are sales everywhere even if you're not partnered up right now, get you some kinky shit for you. It is okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, my preference would be if you chop with a kinkery, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Those are all my announcements. We're gonna get into that topic.
1: All right.
0: So, um, let us, I tried to break this down in, the different types of fantasies that we can have about DS, Power Exchange, kink in general. Um, I want to start out with why we talk about this all the time. And then I want to know, I want us to mention of the fantasy we had in our head that we thought it was going to be like, and then how reality came crashing in. So (laughs) the reason we mention this in almost every episode we do is because it's about expectation and expectation management. Uh, it is easy to have this really eroticized picture, this air, even if it's not erotic to you, just this airbrushed vision in your head of what a scene's going to be like, sure. what your power exchange relationship's going to be like, all of those things. And we T- that's what we want. That's what we envision. Maybe we read some erotica. Maybe we watched some porn. Maybe mm-hmm. we talked to somebody who we think has the, I quote, ideal relationship. And we, we paint a picture in our head of what that must be like. And sure. then we add in, these are the things I want. These are things I'd really like to experience. And it comes out to this just like... Beautiful. the The heavens have opened up. The light, rainbow. The yeah, light the glints screen. perfectly. There mm-hmm. are angels or devils, depending on how you look at it, <laughs> singing in the background, and it's just oh, it's beautiful. I'm not going to sing. Nobody wants that. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, that vision hits reality, and it's nothing like that. And it's messy. And it's annoying. And you're upset with your dom. And you're like, but I'm not allowed to be. I come to
1: a screeching halt.
0: And what? I find happens most often <laughs> is instead of going, oh shit, I had an unrealistic expectation for what this was going to be like. What we think many of us is, oh, I'm clearly doing this wrong. I've, I've done kink wrong because it doesn't look like this thing I imagine it to be in my head. So I feel like part of what we do here is go, hi, you know that uh, unrealistic fantasy you have in your head? <laughs> Shelve that, okay? <laughs> Bring that out when you need some self-gratification and pleasure, okay? Mm-hmm, uh, let's mm-hmm. talk about the reality. Our entire podcast is about, here's what it really can look like from two individuals' perspectives, but mm-hmm. here's our reality. So I wanna, like, I wanna like unpack that a little bit. And okay. this, as always, is a massive topic. We are not touching yeah. everything that this topic could be today.
1: None of us have time for that. <laughs> so the
0: first thing I want to do before we get into my three chunks that I kind of tried to break these down into. Okay. It's when mm-hmm. you either first realized you were kinky or were about to maybe get into your first sort of serious power exchange. Mm-hmm. Was there, the do you recall having a fantasy in your head that just did not match the reality that you experienced? And if so, what was it?
1: Um, <laughs> yes. Um, based on, on my fantasy of the reality. <laughs> the fantasy of the reality. Yep. Yeah. Um, when I first, I always knew I was kinky from when I was young. But when I realized that there was people other folks that lived this life, for me, it was a discovery of online. It was the bulletin boards, okay? It, it was images. And judging from all, going by all that, I just expected that when you met a submissive, they'd just fall down at your feet, and...
0: Oh, I know, I know. Precious, I know. precious. Thank summer you. child, right? No, I know. Yeah. Sweet summer child.
1: <laughs> and you know, that, that was the perception mm-hmm. from the online at that time from the places where i you know be, between the images that you see the 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 way people conducted themselves in a lot of these oh. these chat rooms
0: there's a lot of performativeness sometimes that you see online yes. and if you don't have any yes. context around it and you just show up to right. see this random mm-hmm. snippet of conversation that makes sense you'd be like oh yeah. okay this is how all the kinky people talk to one another it is not how not and it's and
1: it's not, it's not and it's, it's, and it's, it's, not, and it's <laughs> not and that reality was totally shattered into millions of tiny little pieces when when i first walked into my my first live community munch
0: Oh, sure. Because a munch, um, if you want to get rid of the fantasy, just just crack it in half, go to a munch where you're going to see people in their mom jeans and their dad yeah. shorts. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're going to
0: be talking about how they had to take the car to the mechanic or right. the traffic sucked or they hate yeah. their boss. And you're going to be like... But I thought you people were kinky. We are also. We yeah. live these lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: That'll disabuse you of uh, the, some of yeah. that fantasy.
1: <laughs> so you know that that for me was the the first step in in stripping away mm-hmm. that fantasy for me at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. So I I had to think real hard. You know, I'm not a sentimental person, and I have I just I'm not good at memories like this but so my most of what I remember the fantasy were impressions of what I sort of thought might happen and I think what I thought might happen once I was when I figured out I was submissive Mm -hmm. I think I thought from then on out I would never have to try to tell somebody what I wanted for sex. Like I understood I had to negotiate and explain my limits ahead of time, but I really thought, Oh good. I never have to say anything during sex again. Somebody else will be handling this, this part. This is, this is their department. I can, I can (laughs) let go of it. And (laughs)
1: it's it's okay.
0: To a certain extent that's kind of been true, but you know what? For my own safety, for our mutual pleasure, for my own pleasure, that has not been true. Sometimes I have to go, you're, you're, that's a pressure point. Can you get off that part of me? I can't breathe. I'm, mm, mm, oh mm-hmm. no, a little to the left. like I, sometimes you have to. Um, yeah. but the the thing I think about in terms of power exchange mm-hmm. and it was for me, the fantasy was I understood that what I was experiencing online was much more fantasy than than living together or being mm-hmm. in the same city together would be yeah was that part of the power exchange side. I thought there'd be a lot more nudity on my part. I thought there'd be a lot more kneeling. And I thought I wanted (laughs) a lot more rules and restrictions and um, asking permission for things. I thought I didn't, I don't remember ever thinking it would just automatically be that way. Mm. But I do remember thinking that I thought that's what I wanted. That I wanted to, you know, look at you with the big doe eyes every chance I got and go, daddy, can I do or daddy? And we we tried.
1: Yeah, we for did. About
0: five minutes, we did try.
1: Right,
0: right. Uh, it didn't last more than five <laughs> minutes because it ran smack into, wait, life, our life cannot work this way. No. Do I know of people and believe that there are people out there who can m- get their life to run that way? Yeah, yeah, I still will contend that no matter how structured your power exchange is, how fully encompassing it is, twenty four seven, whatever, mm-hmm. um, that vanilla life is going to creep in because it is. But I know that the fantasy I had in my head can be somebody else's reality. Yeah, but that's the thing. My fantasy is personal to me. It's it's the idealized version of what I thought, not just what I wanted, mm-hmm. but how I thought. It could be done with given the life we have.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's funny because a, a lot of people say that. Well, you know, oh, but twenty four seven, you know. So you think of you know twenty four seven. Oh, constantly naked for twenty four hours, seven days a week. Um, you Lots know. of
0: submissive kneeling positions. I had that in my head. I was going to be yeah. doing a lot of a lot
1: of lot of different positions. Yeah. No. Um, no, I don't. Lots of floggers and spankings and, and So much more kinky fuckery. Going, going I thought there'd be so much more fuckery. <laughs> you know, constantly, constantly, you know, um kinky fuckery. I really- I, at, at all hours of the day and in, oh in, ever in every room of the house. My
0: favorite former fantasy, and by favorite, I mean the one that makes me giggle the most, is where I just thought you would have your domly urges come over you much more often. And that at any given moment, I might be pinned up against something, bent over something, awoken in the middle of the night for something, which that last one does happen more often than any of the others. And here's what we've learned where the fantasy comes crashing in. That first time it was sexy. That second time, not bad. By the 10th time I was like, look, can we get on a schedule here? Cause I'm not getting enough sleep. Um, I I don't know, do we need like a, a, I need you, a tapping signal? Like I need you to, like, we need to talk about this first. Uh, (laughs) Because I mean, I think the fantasy of things, and it really is not, we say fantasy because I'm thinking of the the Tumblr porn version that a lot of us, can can kind of get in our head or whatever your site uh, preference is where you've come across these images or these stories or whatever um, but there's also it's just an idealized uh, way of looking at it. there's idealized versions of everything what why do I always forget that expression that says no? plan survives confrontation with the enemy or whatever. Like you can make a plan all day long, but then it has to go out there into the real world and function. And it is really easy to make the quote, perfect plan on paper. And then it's just not gonna happen. So we have talked about this before um, in a few past episodes about how, um, I think this is starting our first section here. Let's talk about the sexy fantasy versus reality. Mm. We've broken these down into three sections. The sexy fantasy versus reality on a big macro level, that was the, a lot more nudity, a lot more kneeling, a lot more fuckery. Right. On the micro level, we've talked about this before, where part of our negotiation is, I am um, sexually available to you at all times, and that I consent to that, right. and I am and I do, except the reality is, is there has, it has to be more nuanced than that. Yeah. So yes, We had the plan and still have the plan that whenever you're like, yeah, baby, I want it, you can have it. But then we had to put parameters around that. Part of that was you put them there without me having to really say anything because you are a good human being and was like, you know who I don't want to fuck right now? A person who's got snot dripping out of her nose. That's not sexy to me. Right. (laughs)
1: Right.
0: But I also had to say, okay, there are times I. I can't do this. Did Mm -hmm. we go to sleep at 2 a.m.? Do not come knocking at 4 (laughs) a.m. This is not gonna go well. I also had to put the limit in place of, if it is an hour before the alarm, I'm gonna need you to hold off. Can we get to where closer to the alarm going off? I I could use that sleep. I'm thrown off for the whole day. Or what was the other one I did? Can you just do that on Saturdays? Because I can sleep (laughs) in on a Saturday. Please don't do that in the middle of the week.
1: Well, you know, the other thing from from my my perspective, you know, yes, we have that agreement that that she is available to me, but as, as her daddy, as her dominant, I have to look at at her over well overwhelming well being. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, you know, we went through a period where she had neck problems, severe. Okay, severe neck, neck, problems. neck problems. She was in a lot of pain, and. I'm not gonna demand certain things of you.
0: I appreciate that about you. Right.
1: That's why you're allowed to demand other things
0: because <laughs> I know you're gonna go, no, the woman crying over there in the corner in pain, maybe now's not the time to demand right. my I mean, What stop. what I
1: I'm, mean, what I'm gonna do is do everything I can, make sure she's following doctor's orders, and and doing the best to take care of her to get her past that so we can <laughs> You use your Dom voice
0: more in the did you take your medication? Right. Are you laying down? Have you gotten yeah. that special pillow yet? <laughs> 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 I mean that will get into the power exchange fantasy. I admit, this is all gonna cross over. I really yeah. do have these broken yeah. down into three sections. Mm-hmm. The the sexy fund, the power exchange, and then life. But in the, the power exchange fantasy I really thought there'd be a lot more, it all ties back into the sexy stuff, a lot more kinky commands. Um, and quite frankly, sometimes being dommed looks like, did you take Tylenol for your headache? I think you should take Tylenol for your headache. Right, right. Or um, have you folded those sheets yet? Uh, do I have to <laughs> yeah. give you a deadline? And a lot less of bend over, baby. <laughs> like,
1: well- you know, for me, this this just came to my mind, and I, I had to chuckle because, you know, different things. Uh, you know, one of the fantasies I had early on was that, you know, you'd come home from work, mm-hmm. and you'd walk in the door, and you'd strip off all your clothes and put on your collar, and away we go. <laughs>
0: Except the reality is, when I back in the day when I would come home, there was one or two children in tow. <laughs> exactly,
1: right, right. And I think that's, you know, and I, I think,
0: I think it's okay to have those kinds of images in your head, those those idealized versions of the, the way you want your fuckery to go, the way you want your power exchange to mm-hmm. go, because I think it gives you something to strive for. Like yeah. I, you know, sometimes we use the examples we know about because we've seen them or heard them to fill in the blanks of this life we think we want. Um, and then what happens is the more you learn, the more you experience, then you can yeah. start changing out bits and pieces mm-hmm, to fit closer mm-hmm. to your own reality. But it does give you something to kind of aim for. The problem we get into, I think, is that when reality comes crashing down and that thing does not work out the way you think it will, um, yeah. then people, some people tend to internalize that as they're doing it wrong. Or they double down and try even harder to make it I'm going to make
1: this work. It's going to happen no matter what.
0: And then they're miserable. They're like, oh, maybe yeah. I'm not really kinky. Mm-hmm. What even What even is the point? Right. Um, and I think that, that when they... when And you can't always know that's what you're doing until you maybe get some perspective. You can step out away from it. Or you get somebody from the outside looking in yeah. and going, mm, why are you doing that? Or you just don't know enough about your options yet because... You know, we've talked about this in a lot of different episodes. You may start out in a power exchange, use that as the example. Your power exchange, you might start with very specific titles, calling each other certain things, and start Mm -hmm. with a very specific protocol. That is often going to be based on the idealized version in your head. That may not work. Somebody's going to be unhappy. And what I find people sometimes doing is they'll throw the whole kink life away until somebody goes, well, have you tried this way of power exchange, mm-hmm. our classic example, and our relationship was working, but it just worked better when we got to this point is when you went from being sir to daddy. Yes. When I went from being pet to baby girl, like mm-hmm. the, that little bit of a shift, we actually didn't change what we were doing. We changed our titles to better fit our personalities and got a clear understanding it, of those titles.
1: And at that point, everything just seemed to flow. It,
0: yeah, it fell into place right. because we were trying to fit into one path that we were familiar mm-hmm. with. Because right. you have to start somewhere. Start with what you're familiar sure. with. That's fine. It It wasn't a bad fit. It just wasn't. It's the difference between putting on the scratchy sweater and putting on the sweater that just feels like a second skin. (laughs) Like we were really aware of our power exchange because we were constantly having to think about it because there was very specific rules we were trying to follow because that's what we had done before. And when we opened ourselves up to, well, maybe we can do use different words and maybe we can talk about this in a different Mm -hmm. way. I don't even remember... Changing our actions so much, it was truly just the way we thought about who we were. were.
1: Oh, yeah, or are. And are oh, yeah. now,
0: that it became a lot more comfortable. Right. So, you know, that's the reason I constantly bring up thinking about the fantasy versus the reality is because if you get so hooked on this fantasy, this perfect vision in your head of what you think it's supposed to be you miss out on a lot of good and you don't some sometimes you don't make the shift you need mm-hmm. S- sometimes it's a little teeny tiny shift and sometimes it's a big one to find what does work for you right um so yeah so there's the <laughs> the sexy the, the i yes i will say my sexy fantasy was that there'd be a lot more fuckery mm-hmm. so much more fuckery mm-hmm. um let me go into my Second section. So the power exchange fantasy versus reality. Yeah. So let me tell you where my idealized versions of what this would look like Mm -hmm. came from. So I started my sex blog in 2012. And before I started blogging, I was reading sex blogs. And must have been early 2012. I found a blog. Ostensibly, it was was written by the male dom, the cis male dom, about his relationship with his female submissive, who was also his wife. I wanna say it was like through the keyhole, looking in the keyhole. There was something, the whole imagery mm-hmm. of the whole blog was about being allowed to peek in the keyhole and watch what's going Got on you. behind closed doors. And it was hot. It was so sexy. It was, one, it was the sex I thought I wanted to have, and I ooh, definitely good fodder for pull out the vibrator time. Um, <laughs> and their power exchange, she was, you know in writing he was always smooth and in control and knew exactly what he wanted and mm-hmm. she always either gave him what she he wanted because it was what she wanted to yeah. or was just like super sophisticated and smart and snarky in the good way which i don't think i am i'm am snarky in some other ways and i was like i was like I want him to fuck me and I want to be her. that hashtag relationship goals.
1: Yeah. And
0: and man, the reality, yeah. it wouldn't have even worked. First right. of all, I was only getting literally through the keyhole, like instances yes. and written instances that what I, people, the thing about being online is you can say this is based on a true experience and it can be but it can also be highly stylized. Mm-hmm. I can edit the hell out of what I write, so I sound really good when I'm done. I can write what I wish would have happened versus what really happened. Mm-hmm. But even if it was, and then sometimes it's a bold-faced lie, um, and sometimes it's just fiction, but even if that is true to them, first of all, it's true to those two people, right? and it's just this moment in time, they're not talking about all the other parts of their power Exactly, exchange.
1: because whether you read a blog, you um, you, you read you read erotic fiction you listen to a podcast you you watch a video it, it is a momentary slice you know it it's just this little microcosm in 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 the big picture you know it's easy to get caught up I mean I still love reading blogs I, I do every morning mm-hmm. I, I have a, a, a set of blogs that I read people that I enjoy to read. And and yeah, if you sit down and you read these blogs, you're thinking, Oh my god, this is what this is what goes on every day, this is what's happening all the time. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> you know, they they still have to pay the bills, still have to clean the house, mm-hmm. go it, to work.
0: It's it's this edited even when it's as true as we can make it, and I say that Mm -hmm. as a writer who prefers to write about what's really fucking going on, it's still edited to the extent of, I'm gonna take out all the ums and uhs, I'm probably gonna take out all the the moments where I was like, I forgot what I was saying, what was I saying? Those kind of stutter starts in conversations. Um, But it's an edited version of a single moment out of a single day in life. And let's say you're only blogging once a week or the blog you're reading is only sharing 500 words one time a week about mm-hmm. something that happened in our life that is the space of what 30 minutes yeah how many minutes in a day in a week mm-hmm. in a month in a year in a life right it it can never give you the full picture and so we did an entire episode ages ago on on ple- please please let's don't make anybody your hashtag relationship goals in that sense of you see how they interact and you want exactly what you see. I think you can't aspire and look at people and go, you know, I want that kind of easiness. I want, mm. I want to, you know, be whatever. I'd like to be
1: able to laugh and, you know, right. and yeah, relax but and.
0: I, 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 I caution people against hashtag relationship goals because I did that. I did that with that very first blog. And in my mind, mm-hmm. that's what, not just what power exchange looked like, even though I want to I believe I knew there were other ways to do it but it was also what I wanted my power exchange to be. I wanted these, you know, dim lit sultry moments behind a locked door. And I still want those, but sometimes I also just want to go the fuck to bed and get some sleep. (laughs) Right. Sometimes I want to binge watch something on Netflix. And sometimes Mm. I just want to like have a conversation with you where there might be some sexy talk. Sure. But really we're talking about other things. So it's, these are blips in time that you yeah. might get to see from somebody else. And if mm-hmm. if you make the mistake that I know I did and say, that is the sum total of what that power exchange must be, and I want that, you miss out on, to me, what ends up being the most interesting part, which is how we relate to one another as people, how we move through this relationship together and yeah. life together, especially if you're the type of relationship where you are partnered impaired and paired and, Maybe you're married, maybe you're not. You're trying to build something together and you are, you know, you're spending a lot of time together. So that has been the thing I couldn't have predicted. Yeah. And that has been the most eye-opening and horizon-broadening experience, mm-hmm. which is who am I not just as a submissive, not just as your submissive, but who am I in this relationship with you at this moment in time? Right. Because Even now we've talked about like trying to get back to our DS of old. And part of the reason it never quite works out is because the DS of old, the fuckery of old. Yes, please. If our bodies will let us do it. Yes, please. The DS of old was for who we were at
1: At that that time. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Oh gosh, now I lost my train of thought. I, I had this whole thing. Okay. Here, here it is. So, you know, Part of the thing is, our reality is that you don't come home, you don't strip at the door, you don't put a collar on, okay? Yet, that can and is somebody's reality. Sure. Okay? You know, it it could very well work for somebody. Our reality is that we have two boys... <laughs> Two cats and a dog. Two cats and a dog now, and life gets crazy. Yeah, you we... know that's the other thing too. It was easier when the boys were little.
0: It was easier when we were long distance. Dare I say? Yeah, because everything had to be fantasy. Right. Yeah. Wow. That was a revelation. Sorry, Alan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mind expanded right there.
1: So, you know, and and there may come a day. When these boys are groaning on their own, the rumor mill, yeah, the the, the rumor mill (laughs) eventually, supposedly, they leave. You know, that you may come home and strip at the door, Uh, yeah, might walk around naked, might, yeah, you know, hell with clothes, (laughs) 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 and uh,
0: I mean, just in general, yeah, but and, and yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with fantasizing about what life might be like at a different point in time or mm-hmm. what your um, ideal situation is in your kink life or a kink you wanna try or your power exchange or yeah. just what life looks like as a kinky person. Um, that can be a really good exercise. When we did the video on Tongue Tied for Kinky Book Club out now on YouTube, um, there's a section where she says, if you're trying to figure out what you want in mm-hmm. life, as in relationships for sex for kink, Think about what the ideal version looks like in five to ten years—the ultimate, perfect version—and mm-hmm. um, I don't. I think that's a great exercise for a lot of things in life because then once you know what you really, really want, you can have something you can start working towards. the The thing that I think gets most people stuck is that we forget that that idealized version is the airbrushed version. It still has yeah. to to survive confrontation with reality, and real life will slip in. So there are things I I can fantasize about in our ideal power exchange in a few years when life looks different than it does Mm -hmm. now. But what I can't do, what I've learned that I cannot do is get so focused on every single one of those details. And it has to be exactly the way I picture it in my head that I'm dissatisfied with anything less than that. That
1: goes back to the expectations, which we talked about prior to, Mm -hmm. but I, I think what it really comes down to and And we can attest to this through our own court through the course of our own relationship mm-hmm. is that the the line of fantasy and reality do shift mm-hmm. depending on where you're at in aspects of your life mm-hmm. okay it 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 is a fluid thing um somebody brought mentioned about um you know when about when is a fantasy best left the fantasy and not brought into reality. I mean, that, that's something too. And I, I that's not an easy answer. No. Um, I, I think it, it comes down to your comfort level.
0: I think it comes down to safety and risk because Safe, right. in terms of kink, there are a lot of kinky fantasies mm-hmm. that um, should probably stay in the porn you watch, the erotica you read and whatever yeah. you need to think about while you're, having a good sexy time alone or with somebody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, because there's a reason that dirty talk and role play is a thing. It's a way to kind of test out our fantasies without immersing ourselves in a potentially a dangerous situation or a situation we're not prepared for. Um, And on the kink side, that's a lot more common than on the power exchange side. But I can have the fantasy that, I will look to you for every answer, and I will ask you for yeah. permission for everything. And we could have that fantasy and play with that fantasy in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and also rec- and be okay with that, and recognize that 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 cannot be our reality outside of that one key scene that we right, just
1: did. Outside of those four walls, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we found ways to dip our toes in that. You know, um, having an MFM,
0: yes, okay, a yes, yeah,
1: we we found a way to kind of play with that without a third person a third person Dildos to, are your friends if, yeah if you to remember. to kind of see what the you know what it felt like what it was it felt great yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: can there not be a pandemic I, can i, know, I right? not be chronically socially anxious uh just saying yeah. not mind if that so in reality
1: know, yeah i i mean in that in that aspect but then again at that point that was really good mm-hmm and maybe taking that next step mm-hmm. to bringing it to reality—it's not something you're ever really going to know unless you try.
0: Right. I think you can. You can kind of do a risk assessment on things. Yeah. You know, I have some. Some, some people wouldn't call them dark fantasies, but I have some dark fantasies that are questionable. Okay, uh, I have read some sexy stories on some corners of the yeah. internet that yeah. I wouldn't want my mama knowing about, mm. uh, and she knows who I am here on the interweb. <laughs> um, and they are things that when I read them, and because I'm for me, if I'm reading the erotica, it hits. I can't listen to it. I don't want to watch it, but I will read it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm here for you. I want to read it and I'm hot and fucking bothered. But I, my, my rational side goes, that's not going to work in real life for you. Yeah. And probably shouldn't work in real life at all. There are some things, there are some taboo things that we can be nominally turned on by in some way that we can also recognize um, that no, Mm. that's illegal, um, that's immoral, that's unethical. That's just dangerous. For me, it's danger because what I'm attracted to in those moments is the power. And there are certain, Mm. what I have discovered is in those kinds of things that I'm like, ooh, yes, please. What is it I'm yes-pleasing to? Is it that exact scenario? No, it's Mm -hmm. certain elements of that. Can I get that in another way? Can I get that with you in um, a kink scene between the two of us and our dildo? Yes, actually I did, Mm -hmm. it was great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I get that? Um, those certain elements that i identified that were the biggest turn on without that exact scene like mm-hmm. i'm not getting into it cuz we didn't content warning this but ooh some some consensual non-con mm, yes please like yeah. i mean but i wouldn't wa- i know me I ha- part of it is you have to kind of know yourself right. to know that is great as a fantasy but we're not doing that in real life mm-hmm. can wh- how can i maneuver around that i think the other the other side of it though is is that, and I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but i must say it again, because here we are, um, is that people can get so stuck on the fantasy that they miss the pretty decent reality. Yeah. If all you're worried about is the thing you don't have and the thing you can't do, then what you're not paying any attention to is what you do have and what you can do and what yeah. your options actually are.
1: And, and there are a good number of people who just the fantasy is more than more than enough for them, mm-hmm. you know. Ha- having that that little, you know, dipping the toe in, in the fantasy thought of it is, is more than enough, and they're happy with that. Never to go go mm-hmm. beyond, you know, beyond it. Right. And and I
0: there's nothing wrong with that. No. I, the the problems I find in talking to people who are kinky and are trying to have power exchanges mm-hmm. is when. They're trying to make the fantasy a reality and reality's not letting them because reality won't sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they're not able to or willing to, depends on where you're at, adjust the fantasy to fit reality yeah. and to, to play with that thing you think you want within what does your life actually look like right now. Yeah. Um, I would say, yes, there are things I wish we did more of, and we have more of, and God knows there's not enough kinkery in this fucking house right now, but I am satisfied with the relationship we have. Absolutely. I recognize that it doesn't have to look like a certain way on the outside to anybody else Mm. or fit a a prescriptive thing that I imagine in my mind, you know, on my own with no input from anybody else to be valid and to be satisfying and to make me happy. And that I that is that's the problem I find with with the fantasy versus the reality is that people get so focused on the fantasy that they ignore reality, yeah. or they tie their sense of accomplishment, self worth, uh, validation as a kingster to a fantasy version of whatever it is they're trying to do, and miss out on what they're capable of and what could be happening with the reality. Um, yeah. And quite frankly, there are things about fantasy that sound great, and not only can I not have them in the same way, like all the kneeling, all the nudity, mm-hmm. I don't actually want that all the time. The fantasy side of me says, oh yes, be naked all the time. But part of that is because, this is me personally, you, your results <laughs> may vary. I'm thinking about something I don't have and can't experience all the time, so there's a, um a, a newness. There's yeah, a, a yeah. variety. There's a, there's words I can't think
1: of because it's one of those mm-hmm. days.
0: And what I know about life is if that I wanting had, what
1: you can't have a little bit, yeah.
0: Once you get it and you've got it every single day, it stops being special. It stops being unique. It stops yeah. being like sexy and kinky. It's just part of your everyday reality and now it's mundane. So it's very easy to really want that fantasy and say, this is what I want my life to look like every mm-hmm. day. But you can in some ways, diminish the power of that, of that. by getting it every day. Yeah. It's better, says the impatient baby girl who wants what she wants when she wants it, <laughs> to have little tastes of it, that. right? <laughs> to have little tastes of that fantasy or to hold that fantasy in your head and use it for sexy good time fodder for other things or to let yourself imagine what things mm-hmm. would be like and get turned on by that without actually experiencing well,
1: it. You know, here's 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 a little bit of food for thought. I used to love reading BDSM Erotica. Mm-hmm. I, I used to read a lot more of it than I, than I do currently. Um, <laughs> I don't read it that much anymore because it is so full of unrealistic fantasy that can never be translated over to real life. Now, that being said, does that mean that you find it unrelatable? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now, that being said, too, even even the fantasy that I have of certain things I want. Spoiler, <laughs> you make a reality nine times out of ten, it's not going to be exactly what you fantasize. Doesn't yeah, mean you did be. anything wrong or or it's not you. It's it's sometimes, just, it, it, it's just the way it is. It, sometimes. It, sometimes
0: what you're fantas I, I fantasize all the time that I have a different body than I have. <laughs> Imagine my surprise when I look in a mirror naked. Okay. <laughs> Cause I promise you in the fantasies I have of like the fuckery, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm always the, the best physical version of myself yeah. that lives in my head that just that one detail. And, and I have had to learn and it has been a journey as all things are. Not to be disappointed with those elements that yeah. can't, be, because the I'm not lesser than the moment is not lesser than because certain elements of the fantasy can't translate into real life. Mm-hmm. Our, our imaginations are rich, rich places where entire worlds can be created that don't have to follow the laws of physics. Yeah. They just don't. And so anything you can imagine in your head can gets to live there, and you get to go visit it whenever you'd like. True trying to make it a reality is always the hardest part because then you're gonna come up against things you don't have control over that you do in your mind. So my body just doesn't move the way in reality as it does in my mind, you know? Um, You have a great Dom voice. It will never be as deep and gruff in reality as it is in my head. That's just, (laughs) I mean, and if you're not careful, you, The soundtrack in my head, the part of John Brownstone might be narrated or voiced over by Idris Elba. Like, be careful. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) And so my whole point is never don't fantasize. Please fantasize. That's how you can kind of figure out what is it that you like, what is it you're interested in. But don't get, like, so tied to your fantasy that you reject all reality and you're never
1: satisfied. I mean, you know, the the, the fantasy or the reality may not live up to the reality Mm -hmm. but you know and enjoy the the reality for what it is Mm -hmm. you know if the
0: reality is a good one yeah. like if you're in a relationship that in general makes you happy and is one you want to be in and you're you know having great kink experiences single or partnered up and you in general are living your best kinky life and you know, have the fantasies, let the fantasies fuel. what do I want to try next? What am I interested in? What am, what, what porn am I going to watch, read or listen to? Mm-hmm. But yeah, be careful when you're completely dissatisfied with your reality, simply because it can never be the fantasy. Yeah. Um, somebody uh, asked um, in the live stream chat about, um, or didn't ask, but mentioned that there are fantasies that they want to try, um, but know it's gonna be different in reality and so they just don't even take the next steps. Same. I mm-hmm. have talked myself out of all kinds of things, not even just kinky things because I have that reality in my head of, oh, oh, it's never gonna be what I'm picturing in my head. And sometimes that's mm-hmm. that's okay. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm gonna go to my happy place in my head when I need to <laughs> yeah. uh, as the after the vibrator charges and life will be good. And sometimes I, I make a decision that I want the feeling that I'm getting from that fantasy, even if I can't have the reality. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I find as, and I don't know if this is my anxiousness or if this is some other part of my personality, but sometimes the fantasy is super good, super good. Um, (laughs) I know it's not gonna be like that in reality. So Mm -hmm. there is that element of, oh, don't even bother. But also sometimes I'm scared, like, it's so good in my fantasy. What if it sucks in reality? And then I screw up my own fantasy and I don't even want to know. And what if I can't handle it? And what if it, <laughs> I've, you know, uh, I am part of uh, Overthinkers Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just that's just sort of part of the navigating who you are as an individual and how you think about that stuff and making those decisions and sometimes having the help of a partner yeah. who's like, okay, you're gonna get the fuck out of your head a little bit. Let's go try this thing yeah. and we'll see
1: what happens. I mean, it's it's okay to have that little bit of fear. That that little bit of fear is is kind of our, our um like a better words our reality check. You know, it, it's what keeps us from getting hurt. Okay, whether physical, emotional, however you wanna wanna look at that. And and it's normal to, to to feel the fear. Um if you don't feel any fear, be a little questionable about that. I mean, you know, some people cliff dive and jump out of airplanes and I'm
0: not I'm not those I'm
1: people. <laughs> I, I, I am not to that point either, um, one of those folks. But you know the the thing is it's it's like anything else you know taking something from from reality or from fantasy to reality it, it's just like beginning a, a, a ds journey baby steps small steps mm-hmm. you know is is there a way you can incorporate this without actually doing it and and just kind of dipping your toes in the water to try it out mm-hmm. you know um being aware that every element of this fantasy that you have is not going to play out the way you expect it to and and be willing to kind of you know be fluid and and go with the flow I a was little bit
0: just think and go with the flow yeah. i mean we have we still think back on it as one of our like pinnacle moments of our long distance fuckery. So we met up in a hotel room for 19 hours on like company fucking dime. I was there for a, <laughs> a, a conference and we stole 19 hours to live out some like serious, deep fantasies of like serious power exchange and fuckery. And we managed to make a lot of that fantasy reality. And I, and I can already hear people who are listening or watching going, well, I have these fantasies and I've lived them out and yes, you can. When I say don't, when we talk about go with the flow, um, you were beating my ass with a hairbrush and it was hot. And that hairbrush fucking broke.
1: Yeah, it did. (laughs) did. Thankfully,
0: we were so into the like moment and the mood was still there. That mishap didn't even phase us. I mean, it's a laughing point now. Like, it's been super glued back together, it's broken twice. That was one of the times. (laughs) Um, But that was a moment where it's like, oh, I didn't expect that. That's not part of the plan. Mm -hmm. So what do you do about that? That's a small thing. But in our world, that's okay, toss that thing aside. We'll deal with that later. Can I use my hand? Is there something else? Mm -hmm. Am I ready now? And by I, I mean him because he's in charge to move on (laughs) to something else. There's also the go with the flow of the fuckery side of fantasy where you're in the fantasy. You're acting out the role play scene or you've just got this massive... BDSM scene you're doing or you're trying this kink in a very specific way with you know dialogue and everything costumes and shit and you realize in the moment oh that didn't feel the way I thought it would but what can we do now how can we can I let me try this let me do this and you're you're flowing with who you know the other person to be, mm-hmm. what their boundaries and limits are, what's happening right in front of you. Did the bed squeak a funny way? Is there something? Somebody, somebody outside the bedroom? Is, you know, did the lights all go out? Did the power, like there's all <laughs> these things that are happening and um, we're adjusting in real time mm-hmm. so that we're living, we're experiencing this sexy kinky moment with the reality of what's yeah. happening right now. And so, even in the most scripted, played out, this is exactly what I pictured. We negotiated it for six months. We're making it happen. You still have to adjust to what's actually happening in front of you, no matter how small that detail is. Right. So it's never exactly like the fantasy, no matter how close you get it. And that doesn't make it less good or invalid in some way. It just means that you are um, in the here and now while you're doing that thing and that it not fitting the stylized airbrushed version in your head doesn't mean that anything went wrong. Everything could have gone right, quite frankly. Yeah. So I feel like I went on a rant. A little bit. This is a massive topic. it Fantasies is. Fantasies are is. a huge part of kink power exchange. It's how most of us get started by fantasizing before we get to go sure. do anything about it. I just want people to be careful how closely tied they are to their fantasy that they mm-hmm. like reject a perfectly good reality yeah. or that they get themselves into Potential spots of, I mean, of risk and danger because mm-hmm. they're trying to make a fantasy happen and not yeah. dealing with the reality. I mean, there
1: there's there's two minds of this. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, one that the fantasy is so extreme. You know, you you have to think about consent. You have to think about safety, risk assessment. You know, um, so you know, is, is it really just something of, that's going to be a fantasy and never be reality? Um, you know, then there's the point of, you know, you, you have this fantasy and and you step into reality. I mean, speaking for myself, there was a time, like I said, I knew I was kinky early on. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I kind of thought there was something wrong with me. I didn't understand. And, you know, and and yet I built up this this big fantasy of what DS and, and power exchange and 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 you know um, is is really all about now if I never took that step to find the reality of it I probably wouldn't be sitting here today right you know and and my reality of what my fantasy was in the beginning has shifted you know but yet here I am Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm mm-hmm You know, if if I never took that, that early fantasy that I had of this lifestyle and, and took the step towards a reality, you know.
0: And then we're willing to adjust to the reality in front of you. Yeah. And to allow yourself to fantasize in new and interesting ways that you didn't even have. If you don't know it exists, you don't know what you don't know. You can't fantasize about what you don't even have a, a clue about. Yeah. So it, you know, it in my experience, satisfying power exchange and kink is a combination of your fantasies and the reality. It's taking your fantasies, bringing them to reality, mm-hmm. and not thinking that reality is somehow lesser. That you are dissatisfied by reality because it can never match the fantasy. It's it is the going with the flow. It's adjusting. It's taking what is good that is the mundane, the, you know, I mm-hmm. fantasize about the fuckery. I live the mundane. I need to pay the bills. We need to go pick up kids right. from school. We've got to go buy groceries. How can my idealized version of power exchange between the two of us fit into that? I don't make my reality fit the fantasy. I make the fantasy, the, the thing I really want that lives in my head, fit, fit my reality. reality. Yes. And I'm, and I'm trying to stay um, grounded enough that while I might be disappointed momentarily when a fantasy can't quite play out the way I would like it to, mm-hmm. um, I'm not crushed by it. i not, I don't feel defeated by it. I don't feel like a failure by it. I go, okay, that didn't work. What else can we try? Yeah. Part of that for me is in realizing and remembering and knowing that, um, The world of kink is massive. And for every one activity you can think of, there are infinite ways to do it and accomplish it and experience it in a way that might be satisfying to somebody. So just because a thing didn't work or fit the way I envisioned it with my limited knowledge in my head does not mean that's it, it's done. Um, And also just because there's something in my head that I was like, "Mm, that was really good. And then I I came out into the world and I went, oh God, get that the fuck away from me. (laughs) I didn't fail at anything. I I gathered more information. I learned Mm -hmm. more things that can then fuel future fantasies, which Mm -hmm. can then inform future realities. Mm -hmm. And then it's this happy feedback loop where we still don't get the amount of kinky fuckery we'd like, but that's just, that's our reality for right now. This is fine. This Mm -hmm. this is fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. um i think that's it yeah we will have a bonus section lots yes. to talk about in the bonus section mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's some of our
1: thoughts <laughs> yeah on
0: fantasy versus reality it's mm-hmm. a massive topic it is it we is. could talk just about the fuckery just about the power exchange just about life yeah and have a couple hours to talk about mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. um but that these are our, our high level thoughts on it. The things yeah. that when we caution you in other episodes about be careful about fantasy versus reality, this is what we're talking
1: about. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yep. Okay. All right. So are we good? I don't know. I don't know. Mm, good as we can be, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. I will see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets? Pretty please. You have lots of stuff you want to talk to the crickets about today, don't you? So many things. (laughs) Hmm. So many things. Talk to the crickets, girl.
0: Thank you, daddy. Uh, What is our emoji (laughs) of the week going to be?
1: Hmm. You mean you you hadn't thought about
0: this? No, I did not think about this. (sighs) Um... (laughs) the emoji that comes to mind is the one where it's the mind blown, like kind of emoji. I hope somebody knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Somehow if for video watchers, I don't know how this hand motion is going to help anybody. But if my memory of that emoji is it's like a little, like an explosion over the top of the head and they're like, and that's, I always do that sound effect in my head when I see that emoji. I don't know why. That's our emoji of the week. Um, so I did want to give, Mm-hmm. A wrap up to our big patreon membership drive uh that we talked about all January mm-hmm. um it's over now it's massive success thank you to everybody who stayed yes. with us and or joined us um, we do have some of the best crickets in that kinky community because we had a couple people who for different reasons couldn't stay you know their budgets didn't allow for it and we totally understand it and they, they reached out and apologized I'm like don't apologize <laughs> please do what you have to do take care of yourself first if if you ever want to in the future come back and drink um but we are that much closer to our next big goal we were almost there right at the end of the month and then some Mm. things happened, and we're less there um for those especially podcast listeners the goal is when we hit 200 patrons we will commit to a second weekly podcast episode, a short one right. each week. Not not an hour and a half long one. No. No no, 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 no. You no, no, only no, get no. one of those a week, okay? <laughs> That's it. Um, so that went really well. Mm-hmm. And I'll um, be sending out stickers and stuff this month. I have to deal with the printer. That's been a journey. Yeah. Um, what else? A Lola Onyx and Ella update. <coughs> <laughs> Lola is wonderful and the best good girl ever mm-hmm. she has become a car rider
1: yeah you take her in she's, the car she's, she's become all the time she's become my car, my, uh, car partner um, she, she takes rides with me um, if I have, have some short little trips to do and I don't have to get out of the car um, she will come in the car with me now and she is a wonderful traveling companion uh, she sits there in the front seat um she she just um very alert she takes in the scenery mm-hmm. uh watches what's going on when she gets bored she curls up and lays in the seat for a little bit rest and then she gets up and you know just kind of checks things out again mm-hmm. um i did find out she was she's she's very very interested in 18 wheelers <laughs> we had two of them uh pull up alongside of us the other day when we were in the car. And she was just looking, looking, looking like they're huge, how yeah. not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If
0: she ever does that arm motion of the woop
1: yeah, right. the <laughs>
0: <of> their heart, <laughs> then you know that uh, something right? something amazing has yeah,
1: happened. Yeah. You know. So um, yeah, she's she's become my, my car partner. She um, Yes,
0: yeah, she now thinks that when you walk to the door she needs to come with she, She's
1: gonna be going with you That's now, yes. Fun. Yes. Um she she um, it was so funny. We I, I took her to go get coffee the other day. We went to uh, Dunkin'. And she has gotten to the point, because a few times she's been to the vet, um, she's got the puppuccinos. So, um, you know, At, part of me... Starbucks. start Starbucks. Yeah. Um, so part of the thing that I wanted to do with her is I, I wanted her to not, relate go getting in the car just going to the vet
0: sure 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 sure. okay even though she's been she's always great they love her oh yeah they do she's she's
1: she's really good about it Mm -hmm. and they love her and she you know good with them but um we're in the line at duncan the other day i ordered my drink started pulling around and we're waiting and we're i'm like one car back from the window Lola has a very strong food reaction. She is extremely food motivated. Um, she gets in a very stubborn mood. It is easy to motivate her with food.
0: Sometimes it's the only way.
1: Right. So <laughs> we're like one car back from the pickup window and she's drooling.
0: And it just pours off of her jowls yeah. like yeah. In rivulets. hmm Unless and, she's making spit bubbles. Yeah. Which is amazing. And, and it
1: was just funny <laughs> to watch. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, she even thinks there could be food in her future drool. Yeah. Drool. Drool. Yeah. We step through more drips of drool in the kitchen.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
0: Not my favorite part.
1: But she, she has now ridden with me to pick up uh, the oldest at school. Um, she'll be coming with me this afternoon pick up the youngest but yeah she's she's become my car partner and she's uh she she's indeed a pleasure to to have ride along
0: she's such a good girl yep um onyx is starting to lick me to clean me like my hand instead of just knocking it away like bitch get the fuck out of here (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> she even curled up next to me in the bed she the other did. night. I she was did. like uh, and then it's one of those things because she's kind of still a skittish cat. It's like, oh fuck, don't move, don't <laughs> breathe. She is leaning her weight into mm-hmm. you. You know the moment you shift, she's out of here. So I was like like holding the breath I didn't know I was holding. Mm-hmm. Like
1: um, mm-hmm. a book character.
0: I'm like <gasps> And she she was there for a few minutes. That so was mm-hmm. nice. And Ella is the neediest fucking little thing sometimes. Oh my god. Oh my god! You can, I can hear Ella meowing from behind closed doors in the fifteen-year-old's bedroom in the middle of the night. Yeah, straight into our bedroom. It's like, but I still and I commented on this a couple times because it is so fucking good. Fifteen-year-old who, if he could, would sleep past noon every every day, but certainly on the weekends. Uh, does get up at like eight o'clock in the morning on the weekend just to feed her Mm -hmm. and then go back, go back to bed, it's fine. And I'm like, "Hmm, good. And also (laughs) we tease, we're like, you know, fur babies and you know, I'm Lola's mommy now. I mean, Mm. I know know some people are rolling their eyes, it's fine. Uh, So we do tease the 15 year old that this is the only acceptable child he's allowed to have um, for (laughs) several years. Um, But he'll say something like, oh my God, she just... She gets in my face and she wakes me up, but she's so cute I can't stay mad at her. And I'm like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We know.
0: Relatable. <laughs> All right. Relatable. Yes. Uh, I've experienced that for at least fifteen years of my life. <laughs> and he just looks at me. <laughs> I'm like, you know, yeah. there are a few moments in life when you woke my ass up way last, too early. Last weekend I was in this. Last you. weekend
1: I was in the kitchen. Making my second cup of coffee, it was around eight eight thirty, and he comes stomping in. He's like, "I'm feeding the cat. And I'm going back to bed."
0: Cool, just feed the fucking cat. Yep. Shut <laughs> <Just,
1: just, just laughs> the hell up for a few minutes. <laughs> She's extremely
0: vocal. <laughs> extremely vocal. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the pets are are great. Yep. Um. I practiced quilting over the weekend. You did. I made a little mini wonky patchwork.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I think it's just my practice thing for whatever but I got to yeah. play with my sewing machine and it was great mm-hmm. and I played with fabric and it was great and then Monday my massive quilt supply order arrived I still have to organize it it's just been too busy for me to do that since Monday yeah. so I'm uh, living my best uh, grandma life even though I'm not a grandma and you <laughs> don't have to be a grandma to be into crafts but like that's just the joke mm. um, and what else oh we watched WandaVision yes the first we did. four episodes yeah I'm hooked I, it's good. I, I no kinda, spoilers, though. Yeah.
1: I, I'll be honest. I kind of put off watching it mm-hmm. because I was afraid it wasn't going to be good. I
0: know. I didn't want to be disappointed.
1: Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to be disappointed. Um, also, and, I,
0: I feel very spoiled. I want to watch a whole fucking season or or show when it comes out. I don't want to fuck. What's this waiting for a yeah. week for a new episode so, you to know, drop? La-
1: last night... I told her. I said, "Look, I, I want to watch. I'd like to sit and watch some TV with you. Um, I have still been uh, watching Stargate. I'm on midway on season six now. I yeah, believe. and I join you like and, I'll be and stitching you, or something. You and you join, join me, uh, you know, on the peripheral with it. And um, I was like, I I want to watch. I want to watch, but I don't want to watch that. I need a break a little bit from that." And we ended up, we watched Soul.
0: Mm-hmm, on Disney Plus. It was so and, good. And
1: that's how we ended up jumping into WandaVision, WandaVision afterwards. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, w- I was kind of trepidatious because I was afraid of, you know, it not being so good. And and we were both, by by the end, we we were just like... Totally entranced. I know in every
0: episode that's out, there's only four right now. Yeah. We're like, okay, here's what I think happened. Okay, no, maybe it's this. And then by the time we got to the end of the episode three and end of episode four, I was like, oh, finally, okay, okay, we got some serious action going. Yeah. Um, she was talking about um, liking it and saying the, the whole magic show portion of one of the episodes, yes. laughing. It was so good. So part of, this is not a spoiler if you've watched even the the trailer you'll get this part of the premise is that Wanda and Vision are in a sitcom and it keeps shifting decades right I understood that something weird was happening and something supernatural was happening Mm -hmm. and that these were not real sitcoms. And yet I was laughing at them like I had been laughing at the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, Like I laughed at whatever, whatever show. Bewitched
1: and Brady Bunch, I think the other one, yeah. I mean,
0: that was like, those moments, even though there's a disconnect with reality, reality air quotes, Marvel Universe, Mm -hmm. I was still laughing at those moments like they were actual sitcoms. And I was like, yeah, yeah oh my oh okay now I feel like we're in like eighth dimension reality like what the fuck is going Mm -hmm. on here was so good yeah
1: yeah
0: so yeah so now I'm like ready for the next episodes Mm -hmm. to come out please and thank you this is see this is why I prefer to just wait until a whole thing is out and then just watch the whole fucking thing um but yeah it was it was it was super good I'm, I'm hooked on WandaVision I am
1: I need to excuse myself a moment. Okay. I'll be right back.
0: Okay. Just leave me here by myself to talk to folks. Whatever. I could talk to myself in an empty car going down the road. Right. So it's can fine. talk about the puzzle we did. Oh my god! We did a puzzle this week. Mm-hmm. Um we so I bought JB a puzzle, a coffee puzzle for Christmas. Chris December 2019. We moved it from the rental to this new house, still never put it together. Um bought a puzzle. Part of it was it, it's a little bit like where we have to put puzzles together. You are either committed to finishing them the moment you start or you need to get something. And we didn't know because we haven't done puzzles in literal years. The puzzle mats are a thing. So we got a puzzle mat from Amazon and we we're like, oh, let's do this puzzle. It's 500 piece puzzle. It's, um, it's all these little drawings of different coffees with like written descriptions underneath each coffee as to what it is. And it shows like technically the components of each coffee. So like it has a Frappuccino and it'll show you that, okay, the ice goes in, the milk, the this, that. And it's really cute and um, an an imperfect picture of it is on my Instagram, at Kayla Lords Reads. Once we get it Mod Podged and framed, I'll probably take another picture. Anyway, so it's 500 pieces and we're like, okay, this is a good one and we've got the mat. So if we get, when we're done, we'll just roll it up and store it and we'll do it later we had to we had to establish dominance over this puzzle. Uh, we knew something was up with us or the puzzle. We weren't sure. When we did the standard, do the edges around the puzzle first. And I w- I'm working on my side and JB's on this side working on his side. And we get to the top and we're putting pieces together. And literally one side of the edge of the puzzle is longer than the other side. And it looks like we're missing a piece or two. And we're like, how? So we go through all the pieces and not finding the edge piece. And we're looking on the floor and we're not finding the edge piece. And I'm having the thought of, oh my God, this puzzle was like old when I got it cause I got it like on clearance or something. And now it's defective. It's missing a piece. Am I gonna, what are we gonna do? Come to find out some of the pieces fit imperfectly, but so close that if you're not, it's not like right up in your face, you won't see that it's not completely locking together. So, we got frustrated with the edge and like skipped the rules and started on the inside. And then it became this weird challenge. And three and a half hours later, we finished the puzzle and figured out the edge mystery. We were not missing a piece, we had put a couple pieces in the wrong place, but we had to wait till we got the guts of it done to figure that out. Um, but yeah, we did a puzzle. And we have two other puzzles that were gifted to us, uh, I think the same Christmas. <laughs> They're Star Trek puzzles. They are thousand piece puzzles. Um, I, uh, I'm i a little, I, I don't think it's, I'm a little wary of the next puzzle after what we went through with the coffee puzzle. The coffee puzzle is really super cool. I can't wait to hang it up in our coffee themed kitchen. Uh, but <laughs> after after the battle we fought over, and what I liked about that, was that by silent agreement, we never discussed this. There was no sit down, talk about what we're doing. We both went, we are frustrated with the edge of this puzzle. That we said out loud because, yeah. right? And then we just sort of st- sort of started working on the middle together, each on our own side. And then it started slowly coming together. And I, a couple times, was ready to go, I'm fucking done with this. I'm fucking done with this. And then, like, the longer we were in it, it was like the more determined we became. Yeah. But we never said anything to each other. We just kept fucking
1: doing it. Right.
0: And 1130 at night, we were we, done we, with we our We finished
1: puzzle. it. Yeah. But the thing was, we we stopped working on the edges. Mm-hmm. And we each kind of started working on our own mm-hmm. piece of the, um, the interior. Mm-hmm. And we started bringing things together and brought it into the puzzle to integrate it. Mm -hmm. And then we just kind of flowed from there. We we kind of started on our own pieces, brought it together, and then we just kind of flowed into doing it together. And and we found our rhythm Mm -hmm. for doing it. And it worked well and it was fun and yeah we uh it
0: got my blood pressure up though <laughs> it did it did it really really did mm-hmm. but it's super cute yeah we got we still have to do the mod podge thing right and then get a frame
1: i couldn't find any um foam brushes at the store yesterday but i, I think i may have one floating around in the in the garage i'll have to look like
0: you need another reason to go shop at lowe's i know right um, okay, so sewing machine, best grandma alive. Mm-hmm. puzzles, yeah. <laughs> best grandma alive. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything else? I feel like, want to, like, I think we've covered all of our, I our highlights. I think so, yeah. There's, for... there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so, I. you know what? The moment we stop streaming, I'll go, oh, there was a thing I wanted to say. Yeah. It's fine.
1: And, uh, let's see, what have I got going on? I think, was it last weekend? I did a uh, Zoom workshop on ElectroPlay.
0: Oh yeah, that's right, you did.
1: Yeah, which was which was really really good. Um, I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Um, this month I have a online Zoom rope workshop mm. that I'll be attending, okay. and that's actually um, really cool because it is an ongoing thing, kind of like the the. Rope workshop I used to attend at Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really missed that. I, know. I, I I really loved going to that and and this i I came across from a um, uh, rope group on FetLife. life, mm-hmm. and they are this is gonna be an ongoing series every month mm. So um, it's like, yay <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna be um, attending. That.
0: Cool. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be reading books. Yeah. Learn how to yeah. quilt, cross stitching. Well, I've, I've finished the.
1: i finished the book for this month's book club. I know. Already. I haven't
0: even started it yet, and I've got you finished it already. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I've even given you a partial assessment. Of I know.
0: It. I was like, why am I listening to this? I'm gonna be prejudging this book. <laughs> so oops
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i never i did it in a way without even giving you any spoilers didn't
0: i it was a spoiler free assessment i appreciate that no spoilers sweetie um (laughs) all right (laughs) so yeah that's uh Mm -hmm. that's us for this week i think that's plenty that's more than plenty yeah um thank you all for being here yeah thanks Um, for joining us
1: Hope Always a pleasure to see you all here with us. Yeah,
0: hope you'll be hope hope you'll be back next week. I'll learn how to speak. It's good to at the end of yeah. the uh, recording to stop knowing how to speak mm-hmm. properly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, uh, we're gonna go. Yeah.
1: yeah, and and no, Marty, we haven't watched Bonding. Um.
0: I kind of am not that interested. I,
1: I'm I'm curious about it, but okay. we we need to do it at a time when you know. It's...
0: Maybe we'll do a review of
1: it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah.
0: don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll yeah. see. Anyway, we're gonna go now. Um, yeah. and we will be back
1: next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.